We got Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless and all these sports people talking about championships and basketball. This, this is rap. Y'all out your jurisdiction. You can't save them. Welcome to Around the NBA with Chris and Eric. I'm Blazerland and Rip City 2's Chris Craig. And I'm looking at Bovada Sportsbook right now, trying to figure out the lines for the upcoming games that we're going to talk about. And we'll go more on that later. Anyway, my name is Eric Milligan. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm in Anacortes, Washington. And, and I also post at Rip City, too. And it's episode 45. 45, of course, the number of Michael Jordan wore when he returned from baseball. He wore it during baseball and returned. Uh, to the Bulls in 1995 and war number 45. That's what the episode it is. Anyways, uh, before we get to news and highlights, I uh, wanted to get real with you guys, talk about the fires uh, in Oregon, California, and Washington. Um, I'm in Portland. Um, I'm seeing fa- uh, friends, family being affected by these fires. Um, I know fires have reached all the way up to Anacortes, where the smoke has, up to where Eric is as well. Yeah, we have a... Uh paper taped around the fireplaces so that the smoke doesn't get in. It's pretty bad outside. My brother, who lives in Springfield, Oregon, um, drove to Boise, Idaho with his family and his pregnant wife, um, who's almost due. But my mom and my dad with Parkinson's are in Springfield, Oregon. And we want them, we've gotten them an air filter, but we kind of feel like they should leave. But it's kind of hard for my dad to be out of his routine. So it's a little scary. Um, how bad is it where you are? Uh, the smoke has been very, very bad. I mean, I, it's you sit next to the windows, it smells like uh, you're sitting next to a campfire. Um, you walk outside, it's hard. It's like smoking 20 packs of cigarettes. You walk outside and breathe the air. Wow. Outside. So are, I assume that means you're staying in? Yeah, we're, we're staying in as much as we can. We have the windows closed. We have our fans with our, you know, blowing the air in here and trying to keep keep the you know keep the smoke outside um but yeah it's been terrible uh, a lot of towns have been burnt down people have been killed people have lost their homes um it's just a terrible time uh, in the west on the west coast all, all do the you believe this 2020 this it's a year that keeps on giving man uh, what is going on i don't know this is the craziest year i like i there's no other year that i've been alive where it's been as crazy as this year no. It's been back to back to back to back stuff. Unbelievable. And there's three uh, more months. Four three, more. Three more. Three yeah, and a half that's more scary. months. scary. There's three more months. What else can happen, right? Um, but the Australian yeah, fires. Sick. The fires yeah. here. Uh, COVID. Yeah. yeah. Impeachment. Blazers not making the second <laughs> round. No. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. No, but. Um, no, but there, uh, I mean, the there's racial, all, so many other things that we have, you know, so many. Police brutality. Away. Yeah, yeah. All the riot, yeah, the riots, protests, all of it. It's, man, what a year. Unbelievable. But yeah, uh, the fires here, I mean, it's very terrible. People have lost their homes, people have died. Um, on NBA.com, um, they have it set up where you can donate to, to Red Cross, where there's uh, a lot of other organizations that are helping out people here in Oregon and California and Washington who have lost their homes. Um, so, yeah, please, uh, if you can, go donate. Uh, oh, good to know. Thanks. Yeah, it's uh, people could use it. They can really use it right now. They're, they lost their homes or without hope. Um, so to be able to see that help from, from all of us, I think, would be big for them. Maybe we should we could go on to Bovada and place a bet on the Nuggets for Game 7. Right, yeah. And then, and then give all the money to the Red Cross. Oh, that'd be great. We've been yeah. talking about making a bet eventually. Oh, I know. We sh- yeah, maybe we should do that. Yeah? I, I, yeah, I'll think about doing that. I got okay, okay. I got. Uh, but yeah, that's a good idea. So. Yeah. So we have uh, news and highlights for you. Um, Billy Donovan, uh, head coach of the Thunder, has parted ways with the team after five seasons. Apparently, uh, he wasn't fired. It, it was just decided, by, you know, between both him and the team, there was just time for him to, to leave for new pastors, and perhaps he'll be he'll go up to the Pelicans or he'll go to the How Houston many coaches Rockets. is that now? Nate McMillan, Brett Brown, now Billy Donovan, uh, and we have some more coming. 
Yeah, and then you have uh, the Pelicans. You have Alvin Gentry. Alvin Gentry, Rockets, right. The, the Rockets. Uh, well, uh, like just left. He just left today. Said he wasn't returning. He's a, his contract ran out, and he decided he did not want to coach Houston anymore. I don't blame Why him. Why would he? They were going nowhere fast. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> uh, yeah, he got. He's getting out of there. He's probably gonna be the new Thunder coach or something like that, or Pacers. I heard the Pacers. Remember the Pacers? Were, they really wanted them. So that would be interesting because the Pacers are yeah. under Nate McMillan are all like kind of slow down de- defense ball. Yeah, and he's a really like fast Pacers running ball kind of coach. Yeah, threes. he likes running the ball with his teams, and I think that would work very well. On Nate McMillan doesn't run very often, does he? Not no, and I think that's the kind. I mean, that's he's got this group he has in Indiana. I mean, if they ran the ball, I mean, I think they'd be a lot better. Um. Marvin Williams has decided to retire from the NBA after 15 seasons. I did not know this. This is news. Yes. He's, of course, last played with the Bucks. He played with the Hornets, um, several other teams over his 15 years. Um, we'll miss you, Marvin. Yeah, did he say why? I, I, he, it was his time. I think he's just, he just felt it was time. Wow. Retire. Yeah. Fifteen seasons, you said. Fifteen seasons. I remember him playing on that Hawks team that went up against right. uh, the Celtics. That had like Josh Smith, yeah, and Mike Bibby and Joe Johnson and Al Horford. Were the Hawks his first team? I think they were his first. Team. I think they were. They were. Yeah, he definitely was the first team that he was like with. For I mean, unless he was traded there early in his career. Um. But no, I'm pretty sure. But I remember him in that series. I went to Game 5 in Boston. I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but I brought my friend. We were sitting courtside at a playoff game. Game 5, series tied 2-2. The ball goes out of bounds right next to us. Kevin, uh, My friend next to me says, way to go, KG, right? So then Garnett comes to stand in front of us to inbound the ball. And while he's being handed the ball by the ref, he puts his fist behind him to give a fist bump to my friend. Wow. <laughs> in a playoff game. Oh, it my was, gosh. That's awesome, He was man. like, this has made my life. That friend was supposed to pay me, like, some money because I paid for that airfare and that ticket. And I think he, we said, like, he'd give me, like, 800 of it. And, like, it's been, what now? 12 years? So I guess I'm not getting that $800. I guess not. But he was a good friend, and it was a great moment, so I can't complain. But yeah. uh, here, let but, yeah. me see. Yeah, he was drafted second overall by the Hawks. Okay. He was the second pick. You want to guess who the number one pick was? Oh, man. I can't remember. Played hey, for wait. Milwaukee. What year was that? Uh, 2005. Darren Williams was the third pick. Chris Paul was the fourth pick. Raymond Felton was the fifth pick. Martel Webster was the sixth pick. So Ray Allen? No, Ray Allen's much earlier no, than that. Much it earlier was, than um, that. Andrew Bogut. Oh, Andrew Bogut. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, he was a first pick. Holy smokes. Interesting draft to look back at. Yeah. The people who are still playing on that draft are Chris Paul. Whatever happened to Raymond Felton? He was like a bench guy on the Thunder last year, wasn't what he? What happened to Raymond Felton? What do you think happened to Raymond Felton? Wasn't he playing for OKC donuts, last year? Too many donuts, yeah, last year. He pl- he played for them when we were playing him in the playoffs, right? Yes, he did. Okay, then Martel Webster, no, no, I th- no. I thank him for that. I'm looking up. God, Danny Granger, remember him? Oh, Danny um, Granger. Yeah. Gerald Green might be still in the league. I think he wants to be. He's still in the league. He, he did not play this. He played last year for the Rockets. Right. And then... Sure, Jack. Whatever happened to him? How did his career end? Uh, he. Who did he play for? He Is he overseas? I don't know if he's overseas. He played for a couple teams, and then I think the Pacers was the last one, and became a free agent, and no one had signed him. I'm looking at David Lee, C.J. Miles. Does he still play? C.J. Miles plays. Yeah, he was. On I the hear someone Raptors? who still plays. The 36th pick was Ersan Ilyasova. Oh. He still plays. Yeah. Uh, Monte Ellis, Von Wafer. Lewis Williams is that Lou Williams? Lou Williams, yep. 
Yeah, so Lou Williams was... Wait, what happened to Monte Ellis? The 45th pick in that draft. Whatever happened Monte Ellis just faded away. He just faded away? Yeah. Yeah, he was on Indiana. He was on Dallas, and he was on Indiana, or or vice versa, and he just kind of faded away. Um, Lewis Williams is Lou Williams, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Lou Williams, yeah. So he's probably the best player out of that draft that's still alive outside of Chris Paul. I mean, still, still playing, alive. Still alive. God, man. They're not still that old. Playing. <laughs> Jeez, man, that's cold. <laughs> the only guys who are still alive. Oh, man. Well, that's no joke this year, but yeah. What's Martel Webster up to? I'm, I'm in a Wikipedia hit. I have, I have, not, I have no idea. I he played 10 Webster. seasons in the NBA. Um, he retired September 25th, 2017. No, he was added in 2017. He was added to the New Orleans Pelicans training camp roster. Five days later, Webster decided to leave training camp and retire. And it doesn't say. Oh, this is interesting. It doesn't say what he's doing now, but randomly now I'm looking at his personal life. Did you know this? What's that? Webster's mother, Cora McWork, disappeared in 1990. When oh. he was four years old. I did not know that. The body was never found. Oh my God. Gary, Gary Ridgeway, known as the Green River Killer, a serial killer who murdered dozens of women and girls in Washington during the 80s and 90s, is thought to be responsible for killing her. Oh my God. That's crazy. Terrible. I didn't know that. Oh my I, gosh. I didn't know about the Green River Killer at all, but oh, am sorry, I near the Green River Killer? Man. Green River now? Where's the I think it's south. I think that's south of you. Oh, it's south. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's a good way south of you. But he's, and that yeah. was 30 years ago, but still. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Your mom just disappears when you're four and they never can tell you why. That's scary. Or how. Yeah. I hope he had a good dad. I hope so. I don't so. know what his dad's situation was. Maybe he lived with a grandma or something. Who knows? Right. It doesn't say. Yeah, I, I have no idea. That's <sighs> too bad, though. How did we get involved in that? We were talking about somebody in the 2000... Oh, we are talking about Marvin Williams. Oh, Marvin That's Williams, right. yeah. Okay. Retiring, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, the NBA All-Defensive First Team has been announced. Ben Simmons from the Sixers. Marcus Smart... From the Celtics. Deserves it. Anthony Davis from the Lakers. Yep. Giannis, Antetokounmpo, of course, from the Bucks, And Rudy yep. Gobert from the Jazz. That makes sense. That's a solid five. And then here's the NBA All-Defensive second team. Patrick, okay. Be- Patrick Beverly from eh. the Clippers. Eric Bledsoe from the Bucks. Eh. Bam Adebayo from the Heat. Yeah. He deserves it. Kawhi Leonard from the Clippers. Yep. He needs to play a little bit more defense, I think. Uh, <laughs> first guys to win. Brooke Lopez from the Bucks. A lot of Bucks getting on these offensive teams. Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez, yeah. Wow. I think the best defensive player in the league right now is Marcus Smart. Did you watch that game? Yes. Holy cow. That guy's everywhere. He is. He yeah, is everywhere. Him. Yes. Uh, Dame received one vote, and it's on. Really? Whiteside received two votes. Dame received a vote? He received a vote. Yes. <laughs> yes. For and, yeah. and and Whiteside leading the lead in, leading leading the league in blocks and he only got two votes. Mm-hmm. That goes to say I know, right? Yeah. People do not think much of Hassan Whiteside. Yeah, well I, I think mean, that's well with with Nurkic healthy, I don't think we're gonna re sign uh Hassan no, Whiteside. He's, he's gone. Doesn't and make he'll sense. He'll go to the Spurs or something. He's gone. Especially if Collins is healthy. It just doesn't make sense. Plus, Marcus Saul is a free agent. Oh, that's true. I wouldn't mind him. I mean, he's getting old, but I'm sure he'd be a good backup. Would he play backup? Sure. Know. At this point in his career, he's lucky to get a contract at this point. I mean, he's been around a long time. Why doesn't Toronto resign him then? They might, or they, they might. might decide to yeah. move on. He is, he's 35 years old. Yeah. He was drafted in 2007. Um, okay. He uh, he hasn't been scoring much, but you can still, he's a guy you can like put on Joel Embiid. He's a guy you can put on Anthony Davis. Right. He would give us toughness. He comes from the grit and grind of the Memphis Grizzlies. True. He, 
you know, you get him. We need some big tough guys to go we alongside. We do need some big tough guys, yes. Yeah, and some little tough guy. We need them all. We need them all. Tough, tough, tough. Yes. Tough as nails. We've already got the best. We've already got one of the best point guard defenders. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, with the Lakers win over the Houston Rockets in Game 3, LeBron James passed Derek Fisher to become the number one all-time in playoff wins with 162 really? playoff wins. Yes. That's a big deal. Sorry, Derek. That's definitely you had it for a, a while, man. That's definitely one notch closer to Jordan. What I mean is obviously he's number one, but what I'm saying is if LeBron's trying to build a resume to top Jordan as the greatest NBA player ever, that's definitely one notch up the ladder. Because that's something right. LeBron that's something Jordan did not do. And if LeBron slowly but surely is number one in everything. That's the only scenario in which I would be willing to say that LeBron is the greatest of all time. Right now, I think it's Jordan. But if LeBron gets his name at the top of every list and wins a fourth championship, it's not as many as Jordan, but you do have to start talking about him as right. being up there. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. Uh, you know, LeBron James, and we'll see how longer, much longer he plays and what other records that he... Because longevity is, is definitely an, an advantage he has over Jordan. All right, uh, the Clippers have received final approval from the Inglewood city government to build their new arena. The Clippers agreed to pay $66.25 million for public property where the arena was, will be built. The construction will convene or commence, excuse me, in 2021. It will cost $1.2 billion and will be ready for the 2024 season when the Clippers contract at the Staples Center expires. So that's in three seasons. You said the 2023, 2024? 2024, 25, I think. Oh. Because it says, well. It'll open in 2024. Yeah, in 2024. So we've got 2021. So it's in five years? I guess so. That seems too long to wait. Well, maybe they do. Maybe they mean the 2023, 2024. I don't know. 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. That's five seasons from now. Five seasons. Well, it's, it's a big, it's going to be an expensive, you know, it takes a long time to build an arena, man. But that's only four years from now, so I, somehow I'm not doing the right math. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be the 2021 season, which will probably be all in 21 anyway. Right. The 21-22, the 22-23. Yeah. And then 23-24. And the 23-24. So it's like four years. Four seasons. Four seasons. And then the, yeah, so four years from now, but five seasons from now. Yeah. There will be four seasons before we play in that arena. That seems like a long ways to wait. Well, it, like I said, it takes a long what time takes to build so an arena. Long? I mean, this is like a state-of-the-art arena, you know. Clippers yeah. might not even be in the league anymore come then. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> They've been playing pretty well lately. I mean, just getting to the playoffs and whatnot. They were the better team until in L.A. until LeBron came to town. Yep. Uh, anyway, uh, the NBA has decided to allow coaches and staff to have guests in the bubble after reviewing their policies amid an outcry from coaches. So, win for you, Coach Malone. All right. Uh, Draymond Green gave away 550 pairs of Converse shoes the students in his hometown of Saginaw, Michigan. Thumbs up, Draymond. That's awesome, man. Yeah, way to go. The Memphis Grizzlies have hired MIT coach Sonia Raman as an assistant coach. Raman went to two NCAA tournaments, NCAA tournaments, as a coach there. Her team went 91-45 over the last five seasons. Uh, she replaces Niall, somebody as coach, uh, Niall Ivey as coach. Uh, who was assistant coach for Memphis last year. Uh, Damian Lillard has released a Kobe Bryant tribute track featuring Snoop Dogg. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, I have nice. a Snoop Dogg story. <laughs> oh, yeah? Have we talked about my relationship to Snoop Dogg? I don't think we have. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the NBA Entertainment League right. back in the er mid-2000s. I can't believe how long ago it is now. 
And, you know, there were celebrities and directors and writers and agents. And um, since I was kind of experiencing my first celebrity, I asked to be in the league and they put me in. And like the real like exciting team was, of course, the Lakers. And the Lakers had Justin Timberlake, Frankie Muniz, Ice Cube, and other players, including Snoop Dogg. And when we played the Lakers, I was on the bench because I did not start, but I did play. But I was on the bench watching Snoop Dogg grab every rebound. And it was like they were all starstruck. And um, I got put in the game. And I was like, somebody's got to box out Snoop. Like, Snoop was good. He was playing really well. But, like, people weren't, like, taking it to him. So I was like, you know how when you're on the three-point line, you're at the free-throw line, you're lined up, and you're like, I got shooter? Because you're the person, you know, closest to the free-throw shooter? That's what I said. I was like, I got shooter. And when uh, Snoop Dogg shot his free-throw, I boxed him out. I can say I boxed out Snoop Dogg. And then after the game, I, like, went to the locker room, and I, like, got a shower, and then, like, Snoop Dogg came in. So it was just me taking a shower and Snoop Dogg in a locker room. I was like, this is weird right now. Then I got out of the shower, dried off, was getting my clothes on, and he uh, got all dressed. And on his way out, he said, see you later, nephew. So I'm like, wow, (laughs) Uncle Snoop. Oh, man. Snoop's my uncle. I'm his nephew. And then, and my brother claims this was the best party he's ever been to, we had a party uh, at the end of that season. And he came and then he just like, he wasn't like slated to perform or anything. He just grabbed a microphone and got on stage and like just got, got the party going. And it was really funny. I remember very clearly he had like, it was a small room with like crowds of people who were in the NBA Entertainment League. And he was like, everybody over here, say party over the year. And everybody say party over here. Say F you over there. F you over there. <laughs> now you guys say party over here. Party over here. Say F you over there. F you over there. But he didn't say F. Yeah, I got it. But I'm yeah. trying to keep this a family show. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I should got ask lot. Chris. I should ask Chris at Underdog if we're allowed to curse. Yeah, we can ask him that. Because um, when I go on iTunes to submit, when I was going on iTunes to submit the podcast, they ask you if your podcast is explicit or clean. So I try to keep us as clean as possible. But it's possible with Underdog, he doesn't care. That's possible. Maybe he has us listed as explicit, and we're not aware of that. Yeah, we'll have to ask. We'll have to ask. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, mean, I I got a lot of respect for Snoop Dogg. Uh, it's he's a big Lakers fan, though. It's hard to see his commercials uh, during when the Lakers were playing the Blazers. It's like every time we go to the commercial, with the Lakers kicking our butts, uh, it would be the Snoop Dogg commercial, the Corona, the Corona commercial. And I, just, I just didn't want to see it. <laughs> like, leave me alone, Snoop. <laughs> I got a lot of respect for the guy, though. Anyway, uh, in hearing the rumors, uh, Giannis to Portland, DeRozan, Aldridge. Wait, Giannis to Portland, and who else? Uh, DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan, Aldridge. Both of them? There's been rumors, yeah. Wow. One or both, yeah. I think we should make a move. I think as is, we're not good enough. I agree. We need to get a little better. I think the Rockets might look to trade uh, James Harden. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> what do you think about getting James Harden on the Blazers? I, you know, the thing about James Harden is, you know, he gets most of his points. He, he needs a free throw line. In Portland, he's not going to get free throws, man. Right. And then he just his stick's going to be You're saying over. the refs are like, don't favor the Blazers? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Out of doubt, but yeah, uh, I mean, uh, you know, and I don't, man, he he would if we got him, he would be making more money than Damian Willard, man. That's true. Would he be making more? He makes he makes thirty eight million a year. Damian makes like forty eight million a year. Wait, does he? And but but Harden makes a lot too. Oh yeah, Damian Willard makes a lot. Let me look at top salaries in the NBA. I know right James now. Harden's next year is thirty eight million. I believe. I'm not sure what James is. Well, for this season, yeah, you're right. James Harden, 38. Chris Paul, 38. Russell Westbrook, 38. And Steph Curry, 40. 
But I believe when games like big Supermax extension kicks in. You should make a lot of money, yeah. Mike Conley, $32 million. Damian Lillard this season made $29 million. $29. And CJ made $27. But did, like, Lillard signed a contract that goes almost to $50 million by the yeah, end of the contract, right? Yeah, it keeps going right? up. Yeah, it keeps going up every year. Yeah. It's a back-end deal. Yeah. I'm going to look up that. Damian Lillard, uh, Supermax. Let me see. Supermax deal that will pay him $196 million. Over four seasons, see? Yeah. Um, does it say exactly like... But that's almost $50 million a year. That's what that is. Yeah. Brian Winehouse reports, Lord and the team have agreed to the deal, which will include a player option for $54.3 million in its final year. Yeah, I mean, if we traded for... I mean, we couldn't have... If we had Harden... Well, I guess we'd have to trade CJ to get Harden. Yeah. But still, that's like that's like a that's almost a hundred million between the two of those guys. Trade them CJ and Zach Collins, and a couple oh, picks, and I don't know. I'm all for that actually, because I don't think James Harden is good at dealing with the pressure of being a number one. I think you know it, it, people might think I'm crazy because he's won MVP and he led the league in scoring. But I think he might be better as a number two. And can you imagine? They can't they can't double team Harden when there's Dame out there. So Harden would it would be a lot easier on Harden than it's been with Russell Westbrook, who well, can't Russell, shoot a three. Russell Westbrook sucks at. I mean he sucks yeah. at. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if if Russell Westbrook and Harden got to the second round and Chris Paul and Harden got to the conference finals, don't you think Damian Lillard and Harden? Go to the finals? Maybe. I, yeah, I just don't think it's going to happen, man. And no. Giannis, Giannis has already said he wants to stay for another year in Milwaukee and try to win it again. They're not going to win it again. They, probably, they have major free, holes. I know. He's probably going to leave in free agency the year after that, but I think he's going to stay in Milwaukee next year. And then, I mean, DeRozan, we could get DeRozan. I mean, we could almost get DeRozan and still keep CJ and Dame. I mean, we could trade... That's Ariza true. and Collins and Simons and some picks or whatever. Do we want DeRozan? I'd rather have Aldridge. You'd rather have Aldridge? Well, I think Aldridge might come back not this season, but next season when he's a free agent on, on the Chief to play with Lillard in the, you know, for this last year or two. That'd be interesting. Because he's already said he wants to play with Damon Lillard again before he retires. He wants to maybe retire here or in San Antonio. But, uh, so I think he might come here as a free agent. Rather than trade, but it's possible. Who knows? Um, let's see. What do we got next, Chris? Uh, William Rondo, brother of Rajon Rondo, was ejected what? from the stands of Game Five between the Lakers and the Rockets after an altercation with Russell Westbrook. With 7:42 left in the fourth quarter, and the Lakers up 105-82. For I saw James that. Was at the free throw line, when Rondo shouted from the stands and the fam- from the family area that Westbrook was trash. And he gave him the Lillard goodbye wave. <laughs> Westbrook took exception and walked towards Rondo before a ref restrained him. Westbrook and Rondo shared more words before Rondo was asked to leave by security. Yes! I saw that <laughs> happening. They That's said awesome. they were throwing out a fan. And I'm like, what fans? They're throwing out a fan? It was Rondo's like, brother, They're man. throwing out someone's <laughs> wife? I was it's like, what's Rondo's going brother. on? So it was Rondo's brother? Mm-hmm. Yes, William That's Rondo. so great because Westbrook's always like starting stuff with people in the stands. So you thought like this this bubble would be different, but he still finds a way to get into it with somebody somebody that's in the crowd. Yeah, and if you watch the Lakers, they're on the floor. They're they're like trying very hard not to crack up. <laughs> and he is trash. He was straight foot. Yeah, he is. He was terrible in the series. He's terrible. He's he's, he's not reason, good. He's not, and, and Harden can't do it himself, and he, he has to have. Somebody to help him, and Westbrook's not helping him. He's hurting. Westbrook is him. not good. If you want to no. lose a ser- if you want to lose in the playoffs, Westbrook's Have him on your, your man. Team. Yep. That's your man. That's right. Uh, a group of protesters blocked two charter buses with M- with media and NBA staff from entering the Disney World campus on Saturday night. The protesters carried signs chant- and chanted "Black Lives Matter," "LeBron, can you help us?" and "Russell, stand with us." So they want to get the players' attention. They want to make sure that 
something comes out of this besides a trophy uh, right. for the championship team. So, good for them. Uh, like I said earlier, Mike D'Antoni's contract with Houston expired after the season has informed the Rockets he will not return as head coach next season. He will opt to be a free agent and look to coach elsewhere. I mean, the only openings maybe the Thunder, maybe the Pacers, like we said, they're looking for him. I don't think he'll take a job with the Bulls. He wants to win. Pelicans, maybe. But it'll probably be the Pacers. Uh, Pau Gasol and his wife welcomed the baby girl into the world on Sunday. They named her Gianna after Kobe Bryant's daughter. who passed away with him in the helicopter crash earlier this year. That's awesome, Pau. Uh, that is wow. it for our news and highlights. So We're hold gonna... on. So Pau Gasol, this woman he just had a baby with, this is his first baby, you said? Uh, I believe his first daughter, yes. Because wasn't he daughter. like, he was engaged or married, and like Kobe's wife talked Pau's fiance out of marrying him or something? Really? I didn't During those 2011 playoffs? And like, wow. that's why Gasol played well, because Gasol was like really pissed. Or, like, depressed over the whole thing? I didn't know that. Uh, Kobe, girlfriend, break off. <laughs> this is what I'm searching on Google. Pau Gasol, okay, oh, wow. Pau Gasol, Vanessa Bryant, and 10 juiciest locker room affairs and rumors. Here we go. Yes. When teams like the two-time champion Lakers get utterly humiliated, as they did by the Mavericks, the logical course of action for sports writers and fans is to question what happened. And beyond the obvious issues of help defense or the inability to guard Dirk Nowitzki, a rumor, the type that traditionally follows a team's collapse such as this one, is floating around. Pau Gasol's girlfriend, Sylvia Lopez Castro, allegedly broke up with him two weeks ago. This is right after the series. And the rumor goes that she may have broken up with him at the behest of Vanessa Bryant, who may have indicated Gasol was cheating. Again, these are all rumors to this point, rumors that are usually supported with the, well, Gasol didn't play so well in the playoffs, this might explain his poor play. He was distracted, blah, blah, blah. But it got us in swagger, swagger to thinking, what are some of the juiciest rumors that made the rounds? And then it goes on with the article. Um, this is on the bleacherreport.com. And the article is called Pau Gasol, Vanessa Bryant, and the 10 Juiciest Locker Room Affairs and Rumors. There was also the, what, what the uh, things I could think about the NBA was uh, Tony Parker. Didn't like Tony Parker, like, sleep with Brent Berry's wife? Yeah, here it is. Right. Tony Parker and Aaron Berry. And he was married to, amid the divorce between Eva Longoria and Tony Parker, Longoria told Mario Lopez of Extra that Parker had exchanged hundreds of texts with a teammate's wife. That teammate was allegedly Brent Barry, and his oh, wife man. was Aaron Barry, blah, et cetera, et cetera. Jeff McGinnis and Phil Ford's wife? I don't remember that. Jason Kidd, Jim Jackson, and Tony Braxton? <laughs> I remember that. Wow. I remember that. Delonte West and LeBron's mom? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Do you remember that? I heard, yes, yes. Carl Malone and Vanessa Bryant? Oh, was that a Whoa. thing? Wow. I got to read this article. This article wow. looks good. So, uh, you have to send me a link, man. Anyway, so I brought that up. So I wonder send me that who, link. who Gasol is, uh, just had a baby with. Is he married? I don't know any of this stuff. Yeah, he's married. He is married. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for him. Yeah. How Gasol. Let's see who he's married to. <clears throat> Wife, baby. Um,. Catherine McDonald. So it's not it's not the woman he was dating back then. Wife Catherine McDonald names daughter after Gianna Bryant. Bryant. Oh, yes, yes, that's something, man. I see a picture. It's very cute. Yeah. Anyway, as you were saying, uh, well, that's it for our news and highlights. We're moving on to the playoff series at hand. Uh, we're almost uh, to the conference finals uh, this last week. Uh, the semifinal series and uh, the Boston Celtics and the Raptors. Uh, the series had been you know, the Raptors had tied the series on Saturday and then Monday. Uh, the Boston Celtics beat the Raptors 111 89, playing a double double from Tatum 18 and 10, and 27 points from Brown. So, I mean, the Celtics, you know, and I thought 
Toronto would be able to come back and win the series. Uh, you know, they're the they almost champions. did. They almost did. That game six um, was one of, we'll get to it, but game six was one of the best games I've ever seen in the playoffs. Yeah. And then, yeah, game six uh, went to two overtimes. Yeah, Toronto was on fire. Norm it, Powell just yeah, was Toronto incredible. Toronto did not want to give up. And yeah, they ended up winning 125-122 in two overtimes, tying the series 3-3. Uh, Boston looked in trouble. Uh, Smart had a triple-double, 23 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists for Marcus Smart. <laughs> My goodness, for a point guard. Yeah. Combo guard. Um, and then, of course, Game 7 was on Friday – and uh they almost pulled it, it was off close. it was close they almost pulled it out yeah it was close but the celtics Hill marcus smart had that big block on norm powell yeah and then they yeah. were only down three and uh fred van vliet's like running circles with the ball and not like they should have called a timeout and put together a play to yeah, get I don't a, understand a why three they point didn't. shot off yeah it made no sense to me but uh the boss just dribbled the clock away it was crazy yeah. and the boss celtics ended up winning by five 92 87 Jason Tatum leading delay with 29 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists. Uh, Brown had 21 points. So, yeah, they're, they're one of the best duos I've seen in the NBA uh, since this restart. They're amazing, the two of them. Uh, and then, of course, Monday, the other series was the Clippers-Nuggets series. Uh, the Clippers beat the Nuggets 113-107 on Monday for a 2-1 series lead. Yep. Then Wednesday, uh, they beat the Nuggets again, 96-85, for a 3-1 series lead. It looked like it was all over. And it was, they were down 3-1 to Utah in the first round, They too. were down 3-1 to Utah. And then Denver wins Friday, 111-105, by 22 points and 14 rebounds from Nicole Jokic. To make it, yeah. Despite, despite 36 points from Kawhi Leonard. Yep. And then, and then Sunday, today... Uh, and they, goodness. by the way, they came back. Everybody said they came back from 16 down, but I feel like they came back. I feel like it was 17 down. I think it was 17. I think you're right. I'm looking at the details on NBA.com because everybody was like, they came back from a 16 point deficit. I but like I feel like 17. they were down 17. And like, no, here it says biggest lead 16. I guess I was wrong. At one point, I felt like they had 14 and they got a three point play. They must have not hit the free throw. Yeah. But yeah, they came back from 16 down. 16 down. Third, I think they were down 16 in the third quarter too. Like yeah. it was, it wasn't like here. I'm looking at the third quarter. Um, I'm looking, looking, looking. Yeah, in the third, it's not like it was a first half thing. No, here's 17. Look, 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 look. This is what I remember. Okay, so third quarter, uh, 10 minutes left, and. And Denver, no, and uh, Spurs are, I mean, the Spurs. I see Kawhi and I think Spurs. The Clippers are up 59-46. And then uh, Kawhi hits two free throws, makes it 61-46. Then Denver scores a 13-point game, then a 15-point game, then a 12-point game. No, maybe I. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought for a second I saw a 17 point lead. It was a. It was a 15 point lead at halftime. It looks like, or. No, it was a 12 point lead at halftime. Um. I don't know. There we go. 61 to 46, and then, yeah, and then the Nuggets started to come back. Crazy. Yeah, and they did. 111-98. Behind 34 points, 14 rebounds from Nicole Jokic. Tied the series 3-3. The Clippers are in trouble. Oh, my gosh. Game six was so fun because they came back from 19 down. Yeah. And guess what? This is what we watched today. Guess guess where it's going. Oh, oh, oh. I have this already. Here we go. Here we go, Zaza. I call it destiny. Zaza, talk about pulling it all in at the end there. Nothing easy. Nothing easy. We're going to game seven, baby. Game seven. 
Nothing easy. Game seven, baby. Yeah. And they got there from coming back from a 19-point deficit to win by 13. And this is their fourth game seven in a row. And I'm. this is their fourth game seven in a row. Yeah, two last year, last They went game seven against the Spurs, won. Game seven against the Blazers, lost, barely. Game seven against the Jazz, won, barely. And now game seven against the Clippers. And we have the Clippers who in 2015 were up three to one in the second round. It was Chris Paul's Clippers. Doc Rivers was still the coach then. They were up three to one. They were up big in game five and they completely fell apart and lost the whole series to the Houston Rockets. This is exactly what happened this time. They were up three to one. They blew a lead. They blew another lead. Now they're going to game seven. Is everybody rooting for the Nuggets? I think so. (laughs) <laughs> or are people rooting for the Clippers because they still want that L.A. L.A. matchup? Well, I mean, maybe there's a lot of people that don't want two L.A. teams in the Western Conference Finals. Right. <laughs> One's enough. <Right? laughs> One's enough. But uh, uh, it would I have mean... been fun. here. I got it. Ten ten left in the third quarter, and the Clippers were up sixty-eight to forty-nine. How do you wow. blow that? How do you oh, lose? Man. How do you lose that game by thirteen points? Ouch. I mean, that's, that's astonishing. I mean, the second half, they won 64 to 35. Wow. Denver's not playing, man. They are not you know, and I, I think it's, and I think it might be like the Utah series where Utah really needed to win uh, that game six. I mean, they really needed to game, win game five. But game six, like it was, like I had said, it was either they win this game or Denver's going to win game seven, and they lost, and Denver won game seven. Yeah, Hey Clippers! Nothing easy. easy. From the game seven, baby. Woo! Yes. Yeah, so we're gonna have that on Tuesday, game seven. No, no game tomorrow. No games tomorrow for the first time in a long while because the Lakers series is over. And then after Tuesday's game seven. Does the Eastern the Eastern Conference Finals start on Tuesday also? So then yes. there's no there's no game on Wednesday either. There you go. Because the Eastern Conference Final game two will be Thursday, and the Western Com- Conference Finals game one will be Friday. So we have a couple of free days. You know, I'm out here in Anacortes, um, thinking about getting a job out here. <laughs> And I talked to a hotel, the, the like a, a majestic inn and spa out here. And I was talking to them about, you know, getting like a front desk job. I, I said, I'll work the late shift and I'm not going to miss the basketball games. And then I stay up all night anyway. It's no big deal. Right. And they'd already got someone for the late shift. But then they're uh, like, do you want to do 7 a.m.? And I'm like, oh, no, I don't. <laughs> but then I said, you know what? I'll do the 2 o'clock to 10 p.m. shift if you need people for that. And if the games happen, I'll tape them. So all of a sudden, when we found out there was going to be a Game 7 on Tuesday, Charles, my husband, said, yes, and the hotel is going to call you and ask you to come in on Tuesday. <laughs> but it turned out, I talked to them, that they're not going to know for sure whether they need me or not until Wednesday. So, But I thought, oh, great. I'm going to start work at this hotel in Anacortes on the day of Game 7. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I'm going to get a job. I'm going to be like a normal person out here in Anacortes. Wow. Be out here working at a hotel or a restaurant or something, breathing in the the air that's like when the smoke goes away. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. (laughs) Because we're supposed to be fresh air out here. Well, it's supposed to rain here in a couple, you know, tomorrow, next three days and clear things out. So hopefully. And I'm still auditioning for stuff. What did I audition? I auditioned, actually, I auditioned for a podcast. Really? Earlier uh, this week. It's like a, you know, it's like an audible series. It's like a podcast podcast series and i auditioned for a character in that and uh i was flattered to get an audition because they said they were only seeing name talent so i guess i'm a name talent oh yeah so i was like yeah 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 i'll audition for you guys so that was really fun i did that and uh 
Yeah, but otherwise I have, you know, there's not a lot going on. I did do a convention, another you're convention. You're right? Yeah. I did a Wizard World this morning. And uh, one of How the guys go? from Bones who was in our Q&A said that he's already started working again in Vancouver. He's like filming oh, wow. it. He's doing a TV show or a movie or something in Vancouver. So acting work is starting to happen again. So, you know, if there's a movie or a TV show that wants to see me, I'll film myself here on my computer or my phone. And if they want me to go be in a movie in Vancouver or L.A. or New York or wherever, I'll do it. So, uh, which, but in the meantime, I'm going to work at this little hotel, I hope. Which guy from Bones? Which guy? His name is Ignacio. He was in the show after I left. Oh, okay. So I did not know him. Um, I think we had met maybe once. Um, but, uh, yeah, Ignacio is his name. Oh. And then TJ and Michaela, the, you know, the two people who were with me on the show from the beginning. Right. Tamara Taylor was there. Patricia, you've watched the show, right? Yeah. Patricia Belcher, who was the 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 big black woman lawyer right who was like a guest star and then she kept coming back on the show um yes, and yeah. then um uh who else was there that was it patricia michaela tamara tj me and ignacio nice man it was cool to of, have patricia there fans? too she's was there great a lot of fans what's part? that were there a lot of fans that took part well we don't see them they just see us so we had oh. like a guy who was running the Q&A because it was online. Right. So we saw like a Zoom. We saw, I saw myself and everybody else who was on the panel. And then people on a chat function would ask questions. And the host would ask us the questions and we would answer. You didn't see how many were there? There wasn't like a thing that said how many people were there? No, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm, probably a lot though. Yeah. Probably a lot. It, it was free. Cool. So a free chance to like see interviews with a cast of a tv show i assume there were you know hundreds but um i don't know and then they sign up to do live one-on-one -on -one chats with me on wednesday if they want to no oh, okay yeah and i'll have plenty of time on wednesday there you go <laughs> no game no basketball game no game yep yeah, and of course the only other series uh that we didn't talk about was the lakers and rockets and we know how that went uh rockets yeah. won game one and then I tried the rooting the for the Rockets. They're no fun to root for. They're not, man. They're no good. I mean, after game one, I was kind of excited, and then they just flatlined the rest of the way. Terrible. So the Lakers are waiting for the winner, of course, of the Denver Clippers series, and then they have the, the Boston Celtics and the Heat series. Yes. My goodness, that's going to be... That starts on Tuesday as well. And that's probably going to go to seven games. That's going to be a crazy series. It is. We'll see how serious Miami is now, now that they're going up against Boston. Yeah, I mean, I think Boston will probably end I mean, up winning that series. they punched Milwaukee but... in the mouth. Are they going to punch Boston in the mouth, too? I don't, th I don't think so. No? I don't think so. I think it's going to be a tougher series for them, the toughest they've had. Really? Yeah, I mean, they've gone, everybody... eight, they've gone eight and one so far. Uh, they're they're going to they're gonna lose more than one game against the Boston Celtics in this series. What do you think about um, another Lakers-Celtics series, potentially? I was wondering about that. I mean, that's a possibility. I could, I see, it, I could see that happening. Um, What's the... Uh, uh, how close are the Lakers to the Celtics? Um, the, the Celtics and Lakers alone own almost half of the titles. Having one to combine here, I want to see... The Celtics are leading now. They have more titles than the. The Celtics Lakers have won seventeen titles, and the Lakers have won sixteen titles. Oh. So, so if the, the Lakers, Lakers played the Celtics, it. and LeBron James lifted them to a tie with Boston by winning, and then went back to the finals and won again against Boston or anybody else, he would have lifted the Lakers above the Boston Celtics. He'd have five championships. If he does that, I'll call him better than Jordan. All right, Boston needs to win. If he can do that. So Boston needs to win. Okay. Boston needs to win. <laughs> they need to if it's Boston, lead. L.A., I'm totally rooting for Boston. Oh, so am I. Totally. hundred times. Actually, here, yeah. I should make your list. What I do around this time in the playoffs is I make a list. I figure out what my order of teams I like. Right. And then based on that list, I know who to root for, right? So right. here, I'm going to do it with you. When the Clippers and the Lakers play each other, which team do you root for? Hey, 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 hey. No, no, no. I'm asking you. I'm, I'm going to make your list. 
Yeah, so, but Denver's not out yet. Why I know, you... I know, I know, I know. If when the Lakers and Clippers play, who do you root for? The Clippers. Okay. When the Lakers and Nug, uh, when the Nuggets and Clippers play, who do you root for? Probably the Clippers. <laughs> you root for the Clippers over the Nuggets? I don't like the Nuggets, man. Who? When the Lakers play the Nuggets, who do you root for? The Nuggets. Okay. So now, if Miami plays the Lakers, who do you root for? Miami. If Miami plays the Nuggets, who do you root for? Miami. If Miami plays the Clippers, who do you root for? Miami. If Miami plays Boston, who do you root for? That's tough. Uh, they are playing. They are playing. That's tough, though. I don't know who I'm rooting for. Now. I, I, I don't really don't mind who wins that series. I like them both. I don't. So Boston, you I would pick over the Clippers? I don't Clippers. have a preference. So Boston, would you'd pick over the Clippers, Nuggets, and Lakers? Yes. So that's your list. So your list is Miami, Boston, Clippers, Nuggets, Lakers, and then all you have to do is look at that list to know who to root for every night. There you go. <laughs> like I had, I had my list. Yeah, my list now has been cut down. Like I usually make the list like in the middle of the second round, but my current list is Miami, Boston, Nuggets, Lakers, Clippers. So that's how I know like who to root for. So like, if the Nuggets play the when the Nuggets play the Clippers, obviously I root for them. When Miami plays Boston, I root for Miami. Uh, when the Nuggets play the Lakers, I root for the Nuggets. When the Lakers play the Clippers, I root for the Lakers. Right. I don't know, though, man. I almost want the Nuggets to beat the Clippers. Yeah? In seven. Because I, I don't know. I don't want two LA teams. I'm, I'm trying to figure out who has a better chance against the Lakers, the Nuggets, or the Clippers. I don't know. That's tough. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll We've see. got, you know, it's this is not boring right now. This is exciting. It's exciting, yeah. Whatever happens, I hope the Lakers lose. <laughs> and I'm just glad a team like Miami is in it. That it's not like boring Milwaukee and Boston Clippers and Lakers. You know what I mean? Well, I know the Lakers are going to be challenged no matter who they play. I mean, they got, they, they got lucky, they've got lucky so far. They played an injured Blazers team. And they play the Rockets. I mean, come on. Yep. You think they can match up with uh, Anthony Davis? Who? Uh, the Nuggets. Yes. Do you think the Lakers can match up with Jokic? I think they'd have a tough time stopping we'll, him. We'll see, won't we? Yeah. Um, so where were we? Well, that's it for our for the playoffs. Are we on Street Grinder? Street Finder already. Holy cow! Street Finder, Street Finder, Street Finder, Street Street Finder. Hey guys, if when you uh, ever leave us a review or anything like that, we were thinking about making Street Finder T-shirts. Tell us if you'd buy one. <laughs> Tell us how much you'd pay for a Street Finder T-shirt. Street Finder. It'll say like around the NBA with Chris and Eric, and maybe on the back it says Street Finder. Street Finder. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe people don't want to wear a T-shirt that says Streak on it. Maybe not. I don't uh, know. Yeah. Okay, we're going to Street Finder. Who's Who's doing Street Finder today? You or you me? Can do, I did it last time, so you can. Do okay, it so I'm gonna do this one. All right, here we go. Streak Finder. All right, what am I going to do? I want it to be a streak that there's a lot of. Um, I want it to be, but it's not. we're not going to deal with points at all. What I want to know is how many, how many games in a row someone's gotten two offensive rebounds, and that's it. That's my streak. Okay. Here we go. So it's got to be like a power forward or a center who's, you know, a really good rebounder who always makes sure he grabs two. I mean, that's a lot of re offensive rebounds to grab every game. I mean, the greats obviously do grab more than that. But right. anyway, as we wait, why don't we take our first question? All right. Here is your listener questions. We always appreciate you submitting your questions for the podcast. And here we go. Number one. From Riverman. Hey, Riverman. Hey, Riverman. He says, I haven't really been in basketball mode for weeks now, but my question would be about exit interviews. When will they occur? 
Well, that's a good question. Did they happen already? I don't think so. I, I'm not sure if they're going to happen. Actually, this probably season. not. They probably just went home, and that's that. I think that's it. Yeah, I don't think there's gonna be extra interviews this season. I mean, there were they. I do remember them being interviewed afterwards, and remember Carmelo Anthony said that he hopes he comes back to Portland. Yeah, I mean, there's a post. There's a post game five interview but yeah but that was it it's not like they're coming home and they're all gonna go into the media and do an interview yeah there's no, you're not yeah because of covid they're not gonna be meeting with media they're not gonna be all congregating at the motor center or yeah we like don't that. know we don't know Rivermont man but it sounds like not yeah i mean i looked into it i couldn't find anything on it i, I just don't think it's gonna happen okay we got a result on all our right. street finder the guy who has the streak is the one i was thinking probably had it He's done it 114 times in a row from January 21st, 1991 to March 27th, 1992. So for over a year, he always grabbed at least two offensive rebounds every single game. Who do you think that is? Uh, Akeem? No, and the second longest streak was also him, 79. And then Charles Barkley had a 67-game streak and a 64-game streak. Kermit Washington had a good streak. Shaq did. Weber. Michael Cage did it 56 times in a row. Steven Adams did it 49 games in a row. Looking for a blazer down the list. Um, Robin Lopez. While he played for us. Wow. Wow. He has the 25th longest streak. January 18th, 2014 to April 4th, 2014. That was the year that we... uh, like we started the season really, really well, and then we went, we beat the Rockets in the first round. He did it yeah. 38 games in a row. He grabbed at least Robin. two offensive rebounds. What? Man, and we, and we let him go, man. What? Yeah, <laughs> no. We let him go. Yeah. Um, I would love to have him back. Oh, yeah, so would I. Um, oh, Horace Grant did it. Uh, not Horace Grant. Um, Buck Williams, that's who I was thinking of. I don't know why I got them confused, because they played each other in the finals. Buck Williams did it 32 times in a row. I thought he'd be on the list. Um, looking for other Blazers. Um, Dale Davis, not not when he played for us, but he did it 28 games in a row. Um, Jamal McGlure, former Blazer, did it 27 games in a row, but not while playing for us. Um... All right, so you want to guess who the number one guy is? So the, you said the 90s? 91? 114 games in a row grabbing at least two rebounds. Oh, offensive man. rebounds. Offensive rebounds. Uh, is it Kareem? Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Oh, right. Dennis Rodman. Of course, right? I'm curious to just bring that up to like five and see what happens. What if it's five, five offensive rebounds? Oh, my gosh. I want... <laughs> I wonder if Rodman's like still up there. Tell me a question. What's question number two? Question number two comes from James. He asks, who is going to win the Celtics heat series? How big of a surprise is it that they both made the Eastern conference finals? I think it's a big surprise. If you asked everybody a year ago, who was going to be in the Eastern conference finals? I don't think either team would have come up. I think yeah, it would have been so considered Milwaukee versus Philadelphia. I think people I, thought Boston losing Al Horford and Kyrie, not that he was helping them much, that uh, they wouldn't necessarily be uh, a top team in the East. Everybody figured the Bucks would be good again, and everybody figured the Sixers adding Horford was going to make them this like defensive juggernaut that could stop uh, Giannis. So I'd say, yeah, this is a total surprise. I mean, Boston was a three seed, and they got here, but Miami was a five seed. And uh, I think the fact that Miami's here and neither Milwaukee or Philadelphia there shows that, yes, this is definitely uh, unanticipated. Miami's presence in the playoffs still is probably the biggest surprise of the playoffs. Yeah, it's a it's a big surprise. They both made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and certainly um, people wouldn't have thought this before the season. Nobody thought Miami was going to be an Eastern Conference final. They did get Jimmy Butler though, and I guess he made a difference. 
No, and I mean, going into the restart, I mean, it seemed like uh, the Bucks and the Raptors were a shoe-in for the Eastern Conference Finals. They were the favorites. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was a big surprise. And uh, I, it's going to be a really long series. I think either team can win. I think the Celtics will probably win. But, I mean, the Heat, man, don't count them out, man. All right, here we go. I got a, a Streak Finder answer. Dennis Rodman did it 15 times in a row. Oh, my God. Five, five. offensive rebounds. But get this. Are you ready for this? Okay. Guess who did it six times in a row for the Blazers? Ennis Cantor. Ennis Cantor. March 30th, 2019 to April 9th, 2019. Oh, man. And he's on the Celtics right now, man. Five? He had five offensive rebounds <laughs> in six consecutive games? Wow. That's insanity. I want to see, like, a oh, list of games. Here it is. I want to look at the list of the games that he... That's, like, really hard to do. Yeah. Um, that consistently. Okay, so here's the streak. Uh, he was playing the Lakers in L.A. We won that game. And he had 16 rebounds, six of them offensive. He had 22 points, 16 rebounds. God, we should have kept that guy. Yeah, why didn't we keep him, man? <laughs> then we beat the Nuggets at home. And he had 11 points, 13 rebounds, seven of them offensive. Then we went and lost in Denver. He had seven points, five offensive. Then we beat the Memphis Grizzlies at home. He had 21 points, 15 rebounds, seven of them offensive. Then we played at Minnesota. We won. He had 20 points, 11 rebounds, six offensive. And then we lost to the Pistons at Detroit. He had 20 points, 15 rebounds, seven. Why didn't we keep that guy? I don't know, man. That guy was good. I know. We should have kept him. I don't even remember him playing this well. (laughs) He did. He did? (laughs) He's one of the reasons we got to the... The Western Conference Finals, man. This must have been right after uh, Nurkic went down, right? Right, yeah. Because he started all those games. He did. Wow. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, Whiteside just didn't work out, did he? Not at all. Uh, All right. Aaron asked, are the Clippers in trouble after allowing Game 7 for Denver? Yes, they are. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Now... Now, Doc Rivers has um, uh, two sides to this story. One side, he choked uh, when he was with the Clippers and they blew that series against Houston. But he also has the series where he played Zaza Pachulia and the Hawks as we went over, and they got beaten in Game 6 to force a Game 7. And this Atlanta Hawks team was the 8th seed. But I was so looking forward to that Game 7 because I thought, oh my gosh, the Hawks are going to upset the Celtics. And guess what happened? The Hawks did not upset the Celtics. Oh my gosh, I remember it being the most boring game ever. And people say that when the Clippers can turn it on defensively, you can't you can't win. And so mm-hmm. the thinking is that they'll turn it on for game 7. But okay. here I'm looking up I'm looking up that Boston Celtics game. It was 2008. And I want to tell you what that score was cuz I remember it just being atrocious. Um I remember being so disappointed. I like couldn't sleep all night the night before because I couldn't wait for Zaza's, you know, anticipated Game Seven. Here we go. They went seven games, um, and yeah, the final score, ninety-nine to sixty-five. Wow! They just completely shut down the Hawks. What is the Hawks? The Hawks had won. It was a uh, the Celtics won by. 23, then they won by 19. Then the Hawks won by 9 and 5. Then the Haw- the Celtics won by 25. Then the Hawks won by 3. Nothing easy, nothing easy. <laughs> and then they destroyed the Hawks. On an afternoon game, yeah, it says 1 p.m. I remember. I was so looking forward to it. I was reading every article about it online. And I got up that morning because I wanted that's Eastern time, 1 p.m. And I was on the West Coast. So it was 10 a.m., which is early for me. So I got up at 10 a.m., and it was a non-starter. It wasn't even close. I want to look at, like, this quarter. Yeah, it was 27-16 after the first quarter. And after the at halftime, the court score was 44-26. to 
26. Ox had 26 points in the first half. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Al Horford, 8 points, 12 rebounds. How did our boy Marvin Williams do? 7.7 rebounds, 3 of 11 shooting. Ugh, everybody was atrocious. Joe Johnson, 5 of 17. Anyway, I'm saying, are we going to get that? Are we going to get the Clippers putting the lockdown on the Nuggets? I think not. I think it's going to be a close game because the Nuggets are better than that Hawks team. Yeah, I mean, if I had to bet on Bavada or something, man, yeah, what on, would you uh, bet on Bovada? Let's check out Bovada here. On Denver and the Clippers. All right, I, mean, I got I got Bovada. Um, they've got the Clippers minus seven. So would you take the Clippers there or the Nuggets? I'd definitely take the Nuggets. i take the Nuggets there. Definitely. What are they looking at for the Celtics uh, Heat Series? The Celtics Heat I'm Series. I wonder who's their favorite. I'm sure Boston minus one and yeah. a half. So close. Yes. I'd probably take Boston, yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, so Bovada's got Boston minus 1.5, Clippers minus 7. So you're taking Boston and Denver? I'm taking Boston and Denver. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm making a little note. Um, we have to think about placing a bet on Bovada. Yes, we do. Um, we might discuss that like when we're not on the uh, podcast. Yeah. And if we do it, we'll tell you guys about it. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Better than Bavada, we'll tell you guys about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, is that it? Do we have any more questions? So we have one more question. Okay. From Will, he asks. Uh, who has a better chance of beating the Lakers, the Clippers, or the Nuggets? That's what we were asking ourselves earlier. Um, I think both have a good chance of beating the Lakers. You know, the Lakers haven't had a good actual test yet. Yeah, I think Lakers either team has a chance. I agree. I think the Lakers are the favorites, though, the way they're playing. Yeah, but I'm wondering if they'll continue. To, I mean, it's one thing to lose a game one against an injured Blazers or Rockets team, but they win, lose game one against the Nuggets or the Clippers, you know, I don't think they're going to win three straight against either of these teams. It's going to be a tough series either way. Well, I'll enjoy uh, watching it, whatever it is. Yeah. And I will root for LeBron and the Lakers if they're playing the Clippers. Because Patrick Beverly and Paul oh. George laughed at Dame. They did. Oh, man. Dang it. <laughs> Go for the Dude, Lakers. root for the Lakers, then root for the Lakers to lose in the finals. All right. Okay. That works. <laughs> you realize oh, if the Lakers do get to the finals, it'll be LeBron's ninth trip to the finals in 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and nine straight finals when he's in the playoffs because he wasn't yeah, in the yeah, playoffs yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah, Ron, yeah. LeBron, yeah. LeBron. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. For, that's all of our questions. Uh, if you'd like to submit questions to next week's podcast, you can do so at our Twitter page at What's NBA. You can do so at Facebook at our Around the NBA of Eric Facebook page. You can do so at the Blazers Forum Facebook page, or of course at RipCity2.com every Sunday. There's a thread for your questions. Thank you every week for those questions. And uh, as always, Go Blazers. Go Blazers. I was in the stew all night with Marsha Ambrosius. You gonna say you always had it rocking like a boulder. The real original was yelling, no limit soldier.